Spoken Word, half an hour of poetry and performance, your connection to Melbourne's grassroots poetry scene, the voice of those of us who have nothing but our voices. You are listening to 3CR's Spoken Word, and I am George O'Hara, and today we have, first up, we have Yelchi live at the Night Heron, so let's get straight into it. I'm going to ask Shark later to read one or two with me. The first poem I'm going to read is actually from this fantastic um, little book. It's from the Northern Territory and it's um, Little Eva at Moonlight Creek. And the reason why I'm reading it is because it's got, <clears throat> it's got um, a poem about um, sulfur-crested cockatoos and they're on my um, Facebook page. They've been there for a long time, the sulfur-crested cockatoos from uh, Anglesey. But these are from the Northern Territory. And I'm just going to read a tiny bit. It's by... Um, and, you know, it's not really mentioned who the artist is. It's kind of like a... Perf- it was a performance, I would say, you know, a total performance with dance and music and, and, um, and this. This is so beautiful. I had to read it to you. White cockatoos fly calling, Nupil, Nupil, jickading, jickading, calling as they fly, enjoying the breeze, alighting in the tall paperback trees at Belthawun. Nupil, 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 they call jickading, calling as they fly, happy in the breeze, calling as they fly, the wind ruffles their crests, happily they cry, jickading, Nupil, 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 jickading, jickading, calling as they fly. Isn't it lovely? Oh, the next song I'm going to ask Jacques to read with me. <laughs> Bits of paper. I think we'll have to um, become more... Uh, this is yours, actually. That's yours, too. Oh, yeah. That's yours. There we are. Now we've got it right. It's called Of Course, and it's about a blackbird. Of course. Of course. The blackbird, the blackbird could possibly include us in possibly include us in his song about worms. Or just sing for about us. Worms, such a, a beautiful song. No about winds, worms. A perfect day. A sunny day. For planting no more seedlings. big winds. A gust of a wind. Perfect day for planting more seedlings. A gust of wind. Likes is and digging, of feathers on the fence now. Forever and, and ever. likes is digging, and of likes course. Digging on top for Ever and ever, and likes us digging on top of the rooftops. Blue sky forever, some more rain, no doubt. A sunny sky, big winds on the way. Thanks. Um, I put out a little book of poems. 
in uh, a very long time ago now, 1988, so it was the year of the bicentenary. And um, it was also the year that I uh, collected all these poems that were kind of against the bicentenary and put that out, and that was called um, Blowing Out the Candles. But um, th these are my poems, and um, anyway, this one is called Grey Speckled Honey Eater. On my way to work, a grey honey eater was making a big racket. Hello, grey speckled honey eater, I said. You're going too fast, too fast, too fast, she said, and flew around my neighbor's pink camellia bush three times. Look here, look here, she said, not like it used to be. I'm going to work, I said. It used to be good, she said from the telephone wires. It used to be paradise, not sometimes, but all the time. It's disappearing fast. Do something, she added. But I can't stop the cars or the factories, I said sadly. Um, these poems are from a series called Windy Skies. They're very tiny, tiny, tiny poems. And um, they're from my book, Flying into the Hands of Strangers. Um, Kind of a bit dark here. It's a bit hard to see. You know, that's that's all right. It's all right. I've got really good glasses on, so that helps. That helps. Here we go. Windy skies. Windy skies. One. Windy skies. Too blowy, surely, for tiny birds. Two. Noisy twitterers, roasting lorikeets, sway dangerously. Three. Stop dead in your tracks. Tie down your whole life. No loose strands. Four. Birds winging it against the wind askew sideways. Five. Beak crafted, withstanding many a storm. Six. A big wind heaves and tugs at our sadness. Seven, no big winds this time. The forecast was wrong. A crow mutters something. And I'm going to continue with a migration poem. <laughs> Thank you. This is quite an early one, really. Um, waiting for the weather to change. I still remember looking at the photos, listening for the whistle of the postie, unconscious for weeks trying to remember language, stop the panic, respond to letters. A shared exile out of a container crate, touching the same teapot, the sugar bowl, laughing or crying, waiting for the weather to change. Waiting for a bird to appear at my window, sing again with the added amplification of the galvanized iron gutter. Dreaming of escaping, about going home, imagining possibilities in time and space. 
crossing over to remote connections to some unknown, reassuring past. Who always wants to consider anxiety-ridden economies, brutal invasions, mass evacuations. <laughs> the next three poems, um, like the last one really, birds kind of interrupt the main, um, the main story, the main narrative. And the first one's called Me and My Radio. It took me until 4 a.m. going to bed with the radio on. But at 4 a.m. I had the whole bar up on the dance floor. This is after we read poetry to each other from books in the ladies' lounge when I also noticed on closer examination that the storm outside had not only washed away the pier but the railway bridge to the other side of the waterway. There'd been some arguments earlier, some muted skirmishes between men who came and went, the fists clenched tight, but now at 4 a.m. the music must have gotten them up on their feet and we were ready to dance the remaining hours of the night away. But when I got out of bed to put out the rubbish, a couple of birds asked me whether it was morning yet. So I turned off the radio and the light and finally went to sleep at half past four. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. This is from a tiny little publication from our last um, circus, Citizen Circus, that uh, Jacques organizes. <laughs> you have to come to these. They're pretty wild. They're pretty good. And uh, it was uh, a Citizen Circus about heart. What was it called again, Jacques? Hearts. Just hearts. Yeah. Anyway, I got the sort of mad idea to actually write about my heart condition, which I had since I was born. Anyway, so this poem... is in the middle of the little book. My heart skips a beat. Is it my heart or the world outside, wandering around the house? Do I really want to think about the lovely birds and animals already extinct? My heart skips a beat. Heart conditions are hard to live with. My heart sets the conditions. People get to know me in predetermined time, rely on me most probably in the present perfect. I have done and I will have done in the future perfect. The future simply somewhat uncertain. Thank you. It's a funny thing to, to be born with that, but it was just a tiny little hole in the heart and I never had to have an operation or anything. I was really lucky. So it's nothing to get really concerned about right now. I won't collapse here in a heap on the floor or something. <laughs> This is a poem about the media and um, the birds do appear. Well, not, not at first. But 
Pedestrians are shown texting their next of kin, please don't shut that door. They now say they can't find their way on the overpass, can't keep a lid on things. Nobody even thinks of confiding to a passing bat. The night came so early. Watch that clock strike. Half past six. The updates are losing their hindsight. That last year's service station attendant will never run out of dust particles. That stuffed bats come back to life of heard flapping in the hallway. That we're witnessing the second leg of a meandering coastline. That when the clock strikes ten, bricks say good morning to mortar. That all we are saying is that grown men grow out of jumpsuits. That whatever way you look at it, showerheads are not dumb. I've started yelling at cars. Hey, how about a bit more oxygen instead of giving more gas? Excuse me, I'm just about to check the temperature. I'm with the birds, you see. They don't like being caged either. Look, the weather has been seen freewheeling and the park behaving like an absolute stranger. Well, of course, it's like a menage a trois. Plus at the annoying bossy streak inherent in stars and if you ever avert your eyes just for one minute, voila. Anyway, I'd like to read a love poem now. It's not my poem, it's by Jacques Prévert who lived, um, well, at the end of the last, no, no, the second last century, it's going back to the 19th century, early um, 20th. And um, it was actually, um, a lot of people have written about this poem, and they say it was actually a surrealist poem, it was actually kind of, it's sort of manifesto on how to write a surrealist no, sorry, on how to paint a surrealist painting. But I always thought it was a love poem, and I still do. It's called To Paint the Portrait of a Bird. First, paint a cage with the door open. Then, paint something nice, something simple, something beautiful, something useful for the bird. Next, place the canvas against a tree, in a garden, in a park, or in a forest. Hide behind the tree without saying a word, motionless. Sometimes the bird arrives swiftly, but it may as well take a long time before making up its mind. Don't be discouraged. Wait, wait if need be for years. The speed or slowness of the bird's arrival not having any relationship to the success of the painting. When the bird comes, if it comes, quand l'oiseau arrive s'il arrive, observez le plus profond silence, attendre que l'oiseau entre dans la cage et quand il est entré, fermez doucement la porte avec le pinceau, puis effacer un à un tous les barreaux en ayant soin de ne toucher aucune des plumes de l'oiseau. Observe the most profound silence. Wait until the bird enters the cage 
and when it has come inside, close the door softly with the brush, then erase one by one all the boughs, taking care not to touch any of the bird's feathers. Next, make the likeness of the tree, choosing the most beautiful of its branches for the bird. Paint also the green foliage and the coolness of the wind and the dust of the sun and the sound of the creatures in the grass in the summer heat. And then wait until the bird decides to sing. If the bird doesn't sing, it's a bad sign. A sign that the painting is bad, but if it sings, it's a good sign. A sign that you can sign it, then pull out very gently one of the bird's feathers and write your name in a corner of the painting. Alors, vous arrangez tout doucement une des plumes de l'oiseau et vous écrivez votre nom dans un coin du tableau. Don't you love it? It's so incredibly French, isn't it? I'm going to finish off with two sound pieces. I'm going to ask Jacques to come up here and do the first one. And the second one is a participation piece for everyone. The first one's called Fly Away, Good Bird. A bird flew into my hand. It was a good bird. It was a good bird. Watch it fly away. It doesn't need your encouragement. It will fly, 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 Bird. It was a good bird. A bird said, A bird in the hand is better than two in the bush. It will fly, 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 fly. Watch it fly away. It doesn't need your encouragement. Fly away, good bird. Bird fly away, good bird. Da, 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 da. It flew into my hand, and then it flew away. It was a good bird. It was a good bird. Da, 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 da. A bird flew into my hand. Thank you. We're now getting to the interesting part. Now, who's got, who hasn't got one of these? Have you got one? Who hasn't one? George? And uh, Steve hasn't got one either. All right. Um, now, would anyone like to come up here and join us in, with the microphones? Yeah, would you like to? Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, George, maybe? George, come up and share the microphone here. Um, 
So this is a this is a poem in three voices, yeah? So Jacques is going to count us in with one, two, three, one, two, three. The idea is that you take one line of the poem only and just repeat it endlessly. And yeah. And then the other thing you have to do is do this. One, two, three, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. And, two, and if you feel three, like it, you can three. swap lines. So yeah, if, you can. if you're sick of wing on, wing on, you can try yeah. another line. <laughs> so we're going, Jacques is going to count us in, okay? Oh, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. Words winging across the sky, winging on, winging. Birds to three winging across to three the sky wing on wing on wing on wing on one two three one two three one two three one birds winging across the sky wing on Two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, birds, two, three, What did that feel like? Was all right? Thank you very much. Yeah, that last one was absolutely hilarious to witness. Um, so a quick word about the poetry scene in Melbourne. There is so much poetry going on at the moment. Uh, I'm just going to say go to melbournespokenword.com, click on the events page, and you will find all your poetry needs there. There's slams. Uh, you can go to open mics. There's a bunch of ones with just features if you want to go and listen to some poetry. One in particular... It's not exactly poetry, but it has poetry in it. It's called Collage. And this is a new event on the last Sunday of each month. And it's multidisciplinary explorations and real-time collaboration. Uh, it's led by Roger Alsop. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Kylie Subsky, Reverse Butcher, Juta Pryor, and Bridget Burke. It's an ongoing re residency at Burrow. And Burrow is... 83 Brunswick Street in Victoria. Entry is 10 bucks or 5 bucks concession and it opens with a bar at 4pm. Uh, now next up we have another performer that was live at the Night Heron and his name is Paul Skeck. So let's have a listen to Paul. Hi everybody, thank you. Yes, this time last week, I had like approximately zero rocket poems. I probably shouldn't have admitted that, but I, I wanted to. Just, just for honest, approximately. I got some really old ones with some like bits of maths equations, but yeah, anyway. Not rockets. Um, so I thought I'd start off with a bunch of really short things, some of which qualify as haiku and some of which are somewhere in between. Let's see how we go. 
And just imagine the trucks going past or buses going past or rockets. Some rockets rumble, some rockets crackle. The biggest rockets rumble, crackle and roar. The best pens have a rocket shape. My favourite pens are shaped like rockets. A spindle shoots towards space on a column of cloud. Oh, that'll wear my voice out if I make rocket noises in between each of them, so I won't. Russian smokeless rockets emit a fancy butane lighter-esque exhaust. Up in smoke, booster rocket bundles. The X-1 was the first rocket plane to break the sound barrier. GLS computer, ground launch sequence, aims for the window. The wait for a rocket to launch is almost as long as the wait for the rocket to reach escape velocity, slip through the window and make low earth, low earth, low earth orbit. Do these rockets use solid or liquid propellant? Rockets ignited emanate powerful acoustic energy waves. Discovery's one last reach for the stars thrust on a massive plume. Takes a heck of a lot of energy to get something even the size and weight of a toaster up to even low orbit. Real reusable rockets! This rocket rolls, trajectory true through orbital windows. Parabolic rockets frolic with space junk. Frolic with space junk. Frolic with space junk. Falcon heavy boosters land like Thunderbirds on a rescue mission. FAB, Dad. Requiem for retro rockets. A rocket arises from a field of rocket, Godzilla gimbals. Humans are sometimes classified as rocket components. But only when you're talking rocket belts or rocket packs or... Is that a rocket in your pocket or are you just a giant? <laughs> if rockets were fish, space would be their water. If birds had rockets, scorched wings. <laughs> Our rockets only ever launch dinky little satellites. Whoa, we have no rockets! Every rocket has a gantry. Trust the thrust. Reusable rockets, the gift that keeps giving. Whoops. 100 kilometers above mean sea level, the Kármán line, the officially recognized edge of space. Many other rockets, handheld ones to take out tanks or bunkers, all the way up to huge uh, honking ones that shoot for the moon. Rocket thrust, pressures act on combustion chamber and nozzle. Thrust, gravity, drag, lift, the four forces governing rockets. I have the fireflies. NASA transmission, Aurora 7. 
The classic rocket shape, long and thin with aerodynamic nose cone. The rocketing turn of the page. The history of spaceflight is punctuated by exploding rockets, popping rockets, falling rockets, immovable rockets, pop, pop, popping rockets. It's not rocket science, but if parabola is your cup of tea, we may have some ballistics for you. Rocket bus. Get you there. Slightly late. Or in bits. Rocket streaming blue plasma arcs into space. So there's a place in Greece where two Orthodox churches fire rockets at each other. Respect the rocket, never fear. Holy Saturday for the rockets. Rontados, Greece. Two parishes go to war with rockets to celebrate Christ's resurrection and something about holding off an Ottoman attack. Rockets are romantic. Oh, they send you flowers when you least expect it. <laughs> 1958. Vanguards, discoveries, atlases. They all blew up on the launch pad. I'm sure there was a fourth one. The Americans had some rocket issues. Yay, thank you. That was the end of the super short ones. That's all we have time for this week. I will be playing the rest of that set next month. But until then, this is George O'Hara for 3CR's Spoken Word. <laughs>